Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. This little becomes much in the hands of the Lord.
so please bear with me father we thank you for these offerings that are given lord we ask you to sanctify them bless the hands that giveth holy spirit replenish it unto them in thousand folds in jesus name that we pray amen hallelujah i said hallelujah are you ready for what is coming over you i said are you ready do you have the heart to receive what is coming I am very excited, but before I introduce my father to you and your father and a son of our prophets, one of the favorite sons, I'd like to read this scripture unto you, Ephesians chapter 2 verse 20. Our time is very short, so please, I will make it brief because I will have a lot to talk about him. Hallelujah. And the Bible says that, and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Jesus Christ could not do his ministry without the apostles. He could not do his ministries without the disciples. Hallelujah. He worked with 12. Hallelujah. And we also have one of the prophets in our generation. Hallelujah. I said this prophet that, this prophet that we have, when he speaks, things happen. I mean, talk about the things that Jesus Christ did in his um, ministry. 
by the grace of God, the anointing that is upon Jesus is upon him. And he is doing the same. Hallelujah. I said he is doing the same. You're talking about the, the dead, he has raised the dead. You're talking about cripples walking, many. Wheelchairs taking off, many. Hallelujah. And he has one of his favorite sons in our midst. I said one of his favorite sons in our midst. I just want to give about two minutes about his life to you. His full name is Bishop Emmanuel Louis Interfo. It's a good place to put your hands together. He is a son of our prophet. Hallelujah. He's currently a charismatic denominational headquarter in Accra. He's currently the, well, by the way, his profession, his natural profession is a medical doctor. As bishop is. I mean, everything about it, if you read his biography, it's the same as bishop. I, I, I mean, sometimes I'm, I'm meant to ask him, do you relate to bishop or you just copied the spirit that's upon him unto you. Hallelujah. A medic alus, that is the spirit that we have. He is a medical doctor by profession and a teacher, a prophet, an evangelist, a pastor by calling. He has taught many people, including myself, including most of the reverends that today or the bishops who are pastoring other churches. He has taught them to become who they are through the anointing that is upon the house from our prophet Bishop Doug Hayward Mills. He has built many churches, including cathedrals. By the grace of God, he has been sent, and he is not here on his own. He is under the directives from our prophets. And he is here to share with us what God has laid upon him. Church, I believe Apostle Jewel is so excited. He is so happy with us. And he loves us so much by choosing one of his favorites, whose name is Bishop Emmanuel Interfo. Please welcome Bishop to the pulpit to minister unto us. It's a good place to put your hands together. see you. I feel, I, I feel that you are very far from me. So can you come close, please? You know, just come close. Yes, come close. Those of you at the very back, just come close. And so I, I can feel you. So that I can feel loved. So that I can see you. Hallelujah. Yes. 
So please come. Just come. Come very close. Come close to the anointing. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. How many of you are happy to be in church this morning? Hallelujah. God bless you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Let us pray. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for the opportunity that we have to be in your presence. We love you. We give you praise. Just lift up your hands and thank the Lord and ask the Lord to speak to you. We give you praise, Lord. We bless you. We adore you. We worship you. There is none like unto you, Lord. Thank you for your presence and your power. In Jesus' name. Amen. Give the Lord a wonderful clap offering. Well, I feel happy to be here this uh, morning. I preached at the Manhattan Church many, many uh, times. And each time I come, I preach at a different spot. <laughs> now, now, listen to what I'm saying. A true prophet is the one who, when he speaks, it comes to pass. And I'm declaring to you by the power of God that God is going to give you people a nice place. God is going to give the Manhattan Church a permanent nice place. Hallelujah. God is going to open a big door and something dramatic and something supernatural will happen. Because you see, this church is a great church. Yeah. This is the mother of the church in America. Yes. All the UD churches. This is the mother. And for what we have done all these years, for all that we have done, I stand here as a prophet of God and declare God is going to give you a better place. Clap your hands for Jesus. Hallelujah. God bless you. May be seated. I bring you greetings from our prophet, Bishop Blackwood Mills. Oh, clap your hands and let's appreciate you. Hallelujah. Amen. I want, please be seated. I want us always to be thankful to God for his life and to pray for him. You know, because I tell you something, everything depends on leadership. You know, the type of leader that you have plays a very important role how your life goes. And we have been blessed by this great leader this great pastor, a man that leads us always to God. Always to God. As we have followed him for the past 25 years, 30 years, he has led us always to God, to love God and to love the things of God. He has not led us astray. And uh, it's a blessing. As I'm speaking to you right now, 
He is on the evangelistic field. In the interior of Ghana, you know, something like from Accra to where he is now would, would, would not be anything less than about 12, 14 hours. And he's, he's been there, you know, winning souls. And it's a, a blessing. Hallelujah. Amen. And uh, he said to me some two weeks ago, I want you to go to America and visit the churches and bless them. Amen. And uh, so he's thinking about you. Hallelujah. And I've been around visiting uh, different places. Uh, I've been preaching for almost like two weeks every day. And it's your turn today. And because you are the mother church, you are receiving a double portion. So, I'm preaching at the first service and I'm preaching at the second service. Hallelujah. Amen. But it's a blessing to see all of you. And I want to thank God for the life of Apostle Joel. Who has been here all these years, building all these churches. And I thank God for the life of uh, Reverend Osei, who was here. Uh, Pastor Kwame. Pastor Nana, Lady Pastor Anita, and all your pastors. And I thank God for yourself also. You know, the church has moved to different places, but you have been around. May the Lord bless you. Now, the first service, the time is almost gone. So let me share briefly to you. And my message is that God is going to give you divine provision. Get ready for divine provision. Hallelujah. Get ready to receive something that has been lasting and outstanding. Two things. Anything in your life that you have been expecting for a long time, that has not happened. Anything that is outstanding in your life, God is about to give it to you. Hallelujah. There is enough grace here. There's enough power for God's divine provision. When I talk about divine provision, I am talking about what you cannot provide for yourself. Amen. I am talking about what is impossible. I am talking about what human cannot do. Amen. When I got to America, you know, close to two weeks ago, I had a test message from a couple. We have been praying for them to have a child for 14 years. For 14 years. Now, both of them are 42 years. And I'm a medical doctor. When a woman is 42, this is not the time for her to be having a child. The fertility of women starts from about 22 years. And then it begins now to go down. Yeah. And they have been believing God for 14 years. The ladies' fallopian tubes are blocked on both sides. 
And when a, a woman who wants a child goes to the doctor and the doctor tells you that your fallopian tubes are blocked, the only other way you can have a child is artificial uh, insemination. That's the only way. That is the only way. And many women, that is the way they go. They have attempted IVF two times. It didn't work. Spent a lot of money. But we have been praying for them. Yeah. We have been praying for them. In 2014, they are in another country. I traveled there, you know, and I prayed for them. And all of us have been praying for them. And just last week, the husband sent me a test and said, Bishop, the Lord has done it. We are about to have our first baby. My wife is pregnant 20 weeks. Hallelujah. And I asked him, which method worked? And he said, natural. And he added, fallopian tubes are blocked. Advanced age. I am 42. She's 42. But it is no problem for God. Are you clapping your hands for the Lord? This morning, get ready for God's divine provision. Amen. The psalmist said, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. If the Lord is your shepherd, you will not want. Hallelujah. You will not want. But you see, in human lives, there is what we can do for ourselves and what we cannot do for ourselves. That's the reality. Amen? And I tell you, you may have degrees, you may have a good job, you may have a good life, but there might be something that you cannot have. Yeah. Steve Jobs has created arguably the wealthiest corporate organization on earth today. But when his pancreas became cancerous, eh, his money was unable to save him. There is something that money cannot do. There is something that degrees cannot do. There is something that greatness cannot do. And those are the things that the hand of God does. Those are the things that the hand of God does. Get ready for divine provision. Anything that is lasting, that is outstanding. These are the two things. Anything that is lasting, that is outstanding. Get ready for it. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Eh? Yes. There was a, a wonderful sister who was in my church, you know, many, many years ago. Beautiful lady. She used to be a diplomat. Served the Lord. Loved the Lord. Sweet sister. And we watched as the years dawned on her. 30, 35, 40, 45, 47, 50 years, and no man will marry her. 
She had everything. She had everything. I want you to keep on believing. Keep on believing. I said keep on believing. Keep on hoping. Your God is faithful. Hallelujah. Yeah. When she was around 60 years. <laughs> when she was around 60 years. God said now is the time. Now is the time. She got wedded at 60 years. 60 years. Yeah. 60 years. There is nothing that God cannot give for. Hallelujah. Psalm 84 and verse 11. Psalm 84 and verse 11. So, this one, I just want to encourage you a little. And and I know that the power of God is with you right now. For the Lord God is a son and a shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. Receive the grace of God. Receive the grace of God. What will make something which is impossible possible is the grace of God. Hello? Yeah. The grace of God. The grace of God will do for you what education cannot do. cannot do. Oh yeah. The grace of God. Paul said, I am what I am by the grace of God. Never take the grace of God for granted. And this morning my prayer is that whatever is lasting, whatever is outstanding, the grace of God will make it possible in your life. There are people here. There are people here that you have everything. But there is your life. There's something in your life that you have been crying to God for. Sometimes it's even your child. Sometimes your heart is broken when you look at your children. The way you wanted them to go. The way you wanted them to be raised up. The way you wanted them to be. But this point, the grace of God. May the grace of God turn things around. May the favor of God turn things around. He said, for the Lord God is a son and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. And watch this. No good thing, no good thing would he withhold from them that walk uprightly. Listen, any good thing that you have been desiring, get ready, get ready to receive it. By the grace of God, by the help of God, by the goodness of God, by the kindness of God, May the grace of God find you today. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Clap your hands for the Lord somebody. Amen. And all throughout the scriptures. Neighbors Anita, God provided for his people. Yeah. When God asked Abraham to sacrifice his only son. That he had been waiting for 25 years. And they got to the foot of Mount Moriah and they were climbing. And Isaac looked at his father. He was a young boy. 
But he understood things. He said, Father, normally, normally, when we're making a sacrifice, there's an animal. That's what I know. But I can see the wood. I can see the knife. I can see the fire. But where is the sacrifice? And Abraham said, God will provide for himself. God provided. And God provided. God provided. And the same God that provided, he's not dead. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever. Just as he divinely provided, may the Lord also provide for you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Keep on walking uprightly. Keep on walking righteously. Keep on loving the Lord. Keep on believing the Lord. Keep on serving the Lord. The Bible said no good thing would he withhold from them. No good thing. If what you are desiring is a good thing that you need, that will be helpful to you. It doesn't matter how long it takes. It doesn't matter how long it takes. You know, sometimes we feel that God has delayed. Now listen to me. The Bible says that to God, a thousand days, a thousand years is like a day. And a day is like a thousand years. Which means that when you say that something has gone on for 20 years, to God, it could be half a second. It could be half a second. And the reason why often we get disappointed is because we walk according to our time and not to the time of God. Yeah. If you have waited a year or two later before you have married, maybe things will have been better. Maybe you have entered into what God wanted for you. Yeah. There are three times. There is the time. Now, as we are gathered here together for this service, the time that is controlling us says us is 10.56. That's the time that is controlling us. All of us, including myself. And then there is your time. Your time. If you we look at everybody's time here, I can bet you that everybody's time is a little different. Often my time is 15 minutes ahead. So there is the time. There is your time. Now listen to this. God doesn't operate by the time. God doesn't operate by your time. There's a third time and it is called his time. His time. And the Bible said that in his time, you make all things beautiful. Clap your hands for Jesus. In his time, make all things beautiful. Hallelujah. 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 In his time. In his time. In his time. 
in his time. Hallelujah. Sarah had been waiting for a baby for a long time until she was 89 years. And the Bible says that it has ceased to be with Sarah what was the manner of woman. And her womb was now dead. And she had a little conversation between God and Abraham while she was hiding in the kitchen. And God was saying something about next year. Sarah was going to conceive and have a child. And the Bible said that when Sarah heard it, she laughed. You know, sometimes, after waiting and waiting and waiting and not seeing something, now when something is said, you laugh. And you laugh. And she laughed and said, that, is, now, is it now the time, after I'm so old, to have pleasure? With my husband, whose body is also dead. How do you expect me, 89 year old man, to carry a child? And God said, Why did you laugh? And she was afraid and, and she lied. She said, I didn't laugh. God said, You lied. And then God said, In Genesis chapter 18 and verse 14, look at it. Genesis chapter 18 and verse 14. What was God's response to, to Sarah? God said, Is anything too hard for the Lord. It's anything too hard for the Lord. Let me tell you something. There is nothing too hard for the Lord. Amen. 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 Don't reduce God. Eh? Don't reduce God to somebody that you know. You know, sometimes as humans, we have been so disappointed by other human beings. And by the promises of men and women and relatives and friends. And, and sometimes we reduce God to that. But God said, Is anything too hard? Can you imagine a 90 year old lady carrying her first child? And it happened. There is nothing that God cannot provide for you. Today, if the doctors have declared, a diagnosis and declared a certain number of months or years. I want you to know that God can heal you. Amen. God can heal you completely. Amen. God can heal you completely. Amen. Amen. Whatever is going down in your life, God can arrest it and turn it around. May your life turn around. May your life be turned around. Hallelujah. In 2 Kings chapter 4, there was a woman, the Shumanite woman. The Bible said she was great. She was prosperous. She was blessed. She looked after the man of God, Elisha. And Elisha called her and said, you have been so careful of us. Every time we pass here, you provide for us. What can we do for you? Should I go and speak to the king on your behalf? She said, no. I have a good relationship with the king. President Trump. I, I, I don't have any problems. I can go to the house myself. So she said, so, so, so then what does she need? And servant Gehazi whispered to Elisha and said that she has everything but she doesn't have a child. And her husband is very old. And Elisha said, call her. This morning God is 
telling the angels, call, call, call her. Call her. God is calling somebody. May you be one of those people that God is calling today to bless. May a certain breakthrough, may a certain provision be made for your life in the name of the Lord Jesus. If you believe that, clap your hands for the Lord. Call her. May God call you today. May you receive a call that will answer all your problems. May God touch you with his power, his grace, his mercy. May God attend unto you. May God hear your cry. May today be the day that an angel will be sent into your life. And you know, when the woman came, she stood at the door. And the prophet of God said, next year by this time, you embrace a son. And she said, Lie not unto me, O man of God. She has heard a lot of lies. She has been disappointed. You know, sometimes you get so disappointed, disappointed you don't believe in it anymore. Based on past experiences. But you see, your past experiences were based on the promises of men. That was your mistake. <laughs> Amen. I get what I'm saying. Yeah. But the Bible says that let all men be lies, but God be truth. Romans chapter 3, verse 4. The Bible says in Romans chapter 23, verse 29, God is not a man to lie. Don't reduce God to one of the liars in your life. Yeah. God is true. Yeah. God is true. God is true. When he sends for his word, his word accomplishes. May, may, may he accomplish something in your life, in the life of your family, in the life of your children, in the life of your loved ones, in the name of Jesus. I'm talking about a God that fed Israel for 40 years with manna. They never could. Israel never could. 40 years. 40 years. Look at it. Exodus chapter 16, verse 35. Exodus 16, 35. 40 years. Huh? And the children of Israel did eat manna 40 years until they came to a land inhabited. They did eat manna until they came into the borders of the land of Canaan. Let me tell you something. You eat all the days of your life. Your children will eat all the days of their life. Your children, children will eat all the days of their life. And watch this. They never got any shoe in the desert. The shoe that you came out with on your feet from Egypt, that same shoe was there for 40 years. As your feet grew, your shoe grew. It got polished all the time. It got fresh all the time. Because great is thy faithfulness. The grace of God and the faithfulness of God is new every morning. May you walk in the grace of God. May you walk in the favor of God. May things be renewed in your life day by day. Day by day. May your strength be renewed. May your joy be renewed. May your health be renewed in the name of the Lord Jesus. Yeah. 
you read your Bible. They never went to a shop to buy a new clothing. The same cloth that wore, it was fresh for 40 years. I'm talking about God that can provide. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Your business is collapsing. Isaac, in Genesis chapter 26, there was famine, economic crisis. He wanted to run away. And God said, no. Your father, Jacob, your father, Abraham, served me. And you have been serving me. Stay in the land and continue doing your business. I, the Lord, I will bless you. In the time of famine, when no businesses were working, everybody was run away. Now, let me tell you something. Your business, your wealth, your riches, your well-being does not depend on where you are. Mm. It depends on your God. Mm, my God. It depends on your God. It depends on your God. You see, when Israel, when Israel, Jacob ran away from the land of Canaan and went to Egypt because of hunger, they were put in a place called Goshen. And when they stepped there, these poor people, look at it. Genesis chapter 47 and verse 27. Genesis 47 and verse 27. When they entered Goshen, look at what happened to them. Hmm? Genesis 47 verse 27. I hear you go home. It's my time up. Huh? And Israel dwelt in the land of Egypt in the country of Goshen and they had possessions therein and grew and multiplied exceedingly. <laughs> Hello? Yeah. Yeah. Your well-being does not depend on where you are. It depends on your God who is with you. Your God who is with you. May God turn everywhere you are into a Goshen. May God turn everywhere you are into a Goshen. Receive a Goshen blessing. Receive a Goshen grace. Receive a Goshen blessing. May your health be Goshen. May your family be Goshen. May your ministry be Goshen. May your business be Goshen. May your profession be Goshen. May your children be Goshen. In the name of Jesus. Yes, you are all Goshenites. Yeah. Amen. And Isaac, Pastor Nana, stayed there. And in Genesis chapter 26, verse 12, look at what happened. I'm talking about divine provision. Amen. Whatever is lasting has been outstanding. Get ready for God's provision. Amen. Amen. Then Isaac sowed in that land. Watch this. I like it. He sowed in that land. Which land? The land of famine. The land of famine. Yeah. You know, that, that, that is why as a child of God, you need to hear the voice of God. That's why you need to pray. Read your Bible. Wait on God. Listen to the voice of God. 
I read one of uh, Papa Hagen's uh, books, and he said that there was a businessman in his church, an old man. They have done business for years. And the man testified that he had never in his business life done one bad business deal. Not even one. I, that is the time for you to invest. If, if, invest into what? Everything is a loss. So physically, that is how it looks. But God said, don't look at what is happening. See, many times, we don't enter into the blessings of God because we look at what is happening around. But you must follow the voice of God. Isaac followed the voice of God. Isaac followed the voice of God. In Luke chapter 5, Peter followed the voice of God. Look at it. Luke chapter 5. Let's end with this one. Luke chapter 5, from verse 1. And it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two ships standing by the lake, but the fishermen were gone out of them, out a little from the land. And he sat and taught the people out of the ship. Now when he had left speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let your nets for a drought. And Simon, and Simon answering said unto him, Master, we have toiled all night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy way, I will let down the net. You see, a, a believer must, must walk by nevertheless at thy way. Nevertheless, at thy way. Yeah. And sometimes the word of God is just wisdom. I visited a couple who were looking for a child. The lady was uh, 37 years. They've been married for 12 years. And I visited them in their home, just normal pastoral visit. And I asked them a few questions. And I gave them advice as a doctor because I said, you are doing the wrong thing. And I pray for them. Amen. You see, Jesus Christ is not only power, he's also wisdom. The Bible says unto us which believe, Christ is the wisdom of God and the power of God. Sometimes what you need is wisdom. Just practical wisdom. Yeah? That comes from God. They did it. I visited them in May. June, July, August, three months. She's carrying, a, she's just about to deliver now. After 12 years. So sometimes, all that you need is wisdom. Hello? May God give you wisdom about something. And wisdom answers the question, what must I do? So sometimes, your pastor is preaching. Pastor Kwame is here. Or Pastor Anita or Pastor Nana speaking. You know, and God is using them to speak wisdom. Receive it. Amen. Don't reject it. Amen. Don't reject it. Amen. Peter said, Lord, what you are saying, 
You see, I have a lot of respect for you. But it doesn't make sense. Because we fish in the night. We experience, uh, and, and, and you fish in the night, you don't fish during the day. When you throw the net into the waters in the day, the fishes run away. So now it is day. All the fishes are gone. And then beside, we don't know you to be a fisherman. We have been fishing. You are a preacher. <laughs> but that is why he said, never delays. In spite of what makes sense and what doesn't make sense. Because you said it. Because you said it. Because you said it. You know, sometimes walking with God doesn't make sense. Jesus saw a blind man and took death. Took death. And when you take death, it continues gems. So are you trying to treat me or you are trying to infect my eye? And not only that, he spat back. Jesus, I have a lot of respect for you. I don't, I don't know the last time you used, you know, you brushed your teeth. On his eyes, pow! Sometimes walking with God doesn't make sense. But we don't walk with God by sense, we walk by faith. By faith, by believing. By believing. A great man of God, he was God, a father of faith. God used him mightily in the healing ministry. Amazing. He raised up 21 people from death. One time he was praying for the sick. And, and no matter when he was praying, ambulances would come from hospitals, you know, and all that. And they brought a man who had cancer. He was very skinny. All his flesh had been eaten away by the cancer. And he was lying on a couch. And Smith Wigglesworth went to him and do you know what he did? Gave him a hefty blow into his stomach. And the man collapsed and became unconscious. And the medical personnel said, You have killed him. You have killed him. We brought the man for you to pray for you. You have killed him. You know what he did? He just continued praying for the people in the healing line as if nothing has happened. As if nothing has happened. A, a short while, the man just jumped up. Totally healed, running around. Are you clapping your hands for Jesus? So learn to follow the voice of God. Learn to follow the voice of God. Amen. When Elijah met the widow of Zarephath and said, Give me some water, so ask for water, there's no problem. Can you ask a little cake? No. What I have. I'm just about to prepare, eat it. And myself and my son, today is our life. She condemned herself. Don't use your mouth to condemn yourself. Don't use your mouth to say the wrong things. Let the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say, I'm rich. When you are low, say, I'm blessed. When you are not happy, say, I'm joyful. When you cannot do something, say, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthened me. Are you a believer or you are not a believer? Clap your hands for Jesus, somebody.
And Elijah said, fear not. God is telling somebody here, don't be afraid. Those two ways, fear not. It is found in the scriptures 365 times. If you count it, fear not. Do not be afraid. Fear not. 365. And there are 365 days in a year. So every day when you wake up, the first greeting God gives you is a fear not. Everything is covered. You have received a bad letter, but God is still saying fear not. Amen? Eh? Fear not. Fear not. It's a go and do. As I've said, for this is what the Lord is saying. The barrel of meal of meal will not be depleted. And the meal will not finish. She went to do it following the voice of God through the prophet. Hallelujah. Amen. And the Bible said that she ate with her child of a family throughout the whole three-year period. So learn to follow the voice of God. Clap your hands for the Lord. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Divine provision. Divine provision. Lift up your hands. Thank God for his word that has come. Just thank God. Just thank God. Just thank God. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Lift up your hands and thank God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your heart provision for our lives. Thank you that you can do the possible and the impossible. Continue to pray. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Now, I want to pray a second prayer this morning. Something that only God can do. Something that only God can do. That you have been trusting God. I want you to lift up your hands and pray and say, Lord, I look up unto you. I look up unto you. Lord, do it. Lift up your voice and pray. Yes. Mm. You made everything. Once were against the wall, and it looked as if it was over.
we pray for you. Father, we stand before you as your people knowing that you can prove all things. I pray for your people, Lord, that your power of great provision, whatever it is, divine health, some form of good news, whatever it is, financial needs, will be met. If you are here this morning, listen, listen to me. Hello, 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 hello. If you are here this morning, you are believing God from something that only God can do. Please come. Let me pray for you. Yes. You perform miracles. There is nothing that surpasses something that only God can do. Hallelujah. Lift up your hands. Give me your two hands. When I touch your hands, when I touch your hands, God's great provision. God's great provision. Yes. Just give me your two hands. Only because you made Put your two hands. You made a way. Now listen. God is placing something. When I pray for you, please sit down. Thank you. What only God can provide. Sister, God has said your cry. Jesus. God has said your cry. What only God can provide. There are some things that it is only God. There are some things that you can provide for yourself. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Father, bless your people. Bless your people. Be blessed, sister. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed. May God give to you what you cannot give to yourself. What you cannot give to yourself. What you cannot give to yourself. What even the government cannot give. What your husband cannot give. Now, I'm not praying for everybody. My, 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 my prayer, what I said was very specific. Something that only God can do. 
It's not a general. I'm not praying for everybody. Please. Put your anchor. All right. Okay, so please. I'm not praying for everybody. It's a specific prayer. Thank you. Thank you. Something that only God can do. Bless the Lord. Bless him. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Stand to your feet, please. May the power of God be released. 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 May the power of God be released on your behalf. In the name of Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. What only you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. What only God can do. Hallelujah. What would God do? Pastor Nana, give me some envelopes. Let's activate the power of God for provision. Hallelujah. Now, listen to me, church. Listen to me, church. One of the ways we activate the provision of God, the power, is by releasing what is in our hand. A widow came to the prophet of God and said, my husband is dead, you are away. And the debtors are coming for my sons to be slaves. And the prophet said, what do you have in your hands? God uses what is in your hand to release his power. Amen. Hallelujah. And this morning, I want you to trust God to release what is in your hand. Amen? Amen. Alright. Give me 20 envelopes. 20. Give me some oil. To release what is in your hand. We are doing so many great things in the church. Your prophet is building buildings in the towns and the villages. Hallelujah. Amen. And I want some 20 people here. Is it 20? Step out. And plant a seed to support this work. And as you do, may the heart of the Lord be touched on your behalf to reach out to you in a way that you cannot reach out to yourself. You want to plant a seed of 1,000 US dollars to say, keep on building the church of God. I want to support it. And I want to believe God to release into my life what only he can do. Please step forward and plant a seed. And plant a seed. Plant a seed to see God's goodness and greatness. God always asks, what is in your hand? What is in your hand? What is in your hand? The widow of Zarephath 
What is in your hand? Release it. Release what is in your hand. Come, believe God. Amen. Stand here, sister. For the angels to minister to you. Yes. Yes. All right. You want to join? You want to join? You don't want to do a thousand. You can do five hundred. Come and pick the envelope. I'm giving you the envelope as a, a contact. I know you people, you test to give and all that. But it's a, it's a contact. All right. What, what option do they test to give? Sorry? Option nine. All right. Please come for it. For the angels. I believe so many people can plant a seed of at least $500. Release what is in your hand. Release what is in your hand for the Lord. All right? You want to do 400 or 300 or 200 or 100? Come and take my envelope and release what is in your hand. God bless you. Stand here so that the angels will minister to you. May the angels minister to you. May the angels minister to you. May God do for you something that you cannot do for yourself. Yes. May God do for you something you cannot do for yourself. May God do for you something you cannot do for yourself. May God do for you something that you cannot do for yourself. May God do for you something you cannot do for yourself. Please go ahead and do it now. Just test it. All right. Now lift up your hands. Father, look at the hands of your people. Oh God, and bless them and do for them what they cannot do for themselves. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Please take your seat. You want to do 50? Alright? You want to do 50 or 40 or 30? Come for my envelope. Come. Come. Be part of it. Cindy. This one is a miracle. Which year was that? Joel? It was Joel? 2006. <laughs> yes. Now please go ahead and do it right now. All right. God bless you. God bless you, my brother. God bless you. God bless you, mama. Go ahead and do it right now. What a blessing. What a blessing. What a blessing. What is in your hand? 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 God always uses what is in our hands. The five loaves of bread and the two pieces of fish is what is blessed to solve a problem. Hallelujah. What is in your hand? Uh, Jesus said, bring the barrels and fill them with water. That was what was there. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Stand to your feet, please. Father, thank you so much for your people. 
What a blessing. Grateful. Please close your eyes. As I close the first service, if you are here and maybe somebody invited you to church, but you don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior, you are not born again, you are not a Christian, you are not living for God, you don't go to church, or you go to church, but you are not saved. I want you to know that God wants to save you. God wants to save you. God wants to save you. The blood of Jesus is available to save your soul. Jesus loves you so much. He wants to give you a new life. As every eye is closed, wherever you are standing, if you want me to pray for you, to give your life to Jesus, please lift up only your right hand, very high. You have never given your life to Jesus. You have never come to the front to give your life to Christ. You want to do that right now. Lift up your hand, your right hand, very high, so that I can pray for you. Anybody anybody. Thank you Lord. We give you praise. Lift up your hands and thank God as we close. We are grateful. We bless you. We thank you Lord. In Jesus name. Amen. May God come true to you. Hallelujah. And give to you what you cannot give to yourself. In Jesus name. Let's welcome Pastor Nana. We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.